Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Jordan and Jake. Powered by Ortho Carolina. The home stops, he throws it across field. Guess who? Jordan Gross. Here are your Panther Hall of Honor members, Jordan Gross and Jake DeLome. It is week nine of the NFL season. This is the Jordan and Jake podcast, and we are powered by Ortho Carolina. When it comes to your orthopedic care, choose better by choosing Ortho Carolina. With over 40 locations throughout the Carolinas, you're never far from one of the nation's leading providers of care for joints, muscles, and other orthopedic injuries. When things look bad, it's important to know you have a choice, but there's only one better choice Ortho Carolina, official team physician of the Carolina Panthers. Now, Jake. I've advanced in my broadcasting world where now when I go to a game and run the color spot, they're starting to let me do the live reads on the air. Did you know that? I did not know that, Jordan. Uh-huh. Yep. So we're sitting there, professionals all around me. Anish, Zoke, David Langdon, the producer behind. And they're like, hey, you want to read this one? And I said, don't mind if I do. Caleb Huntley, the top running back, 10 carries, 47 yards. Did I read this? Oh, I got to read this. Panthers football is brought to you. Well, here, you read this. Jordan wanted to read it so bad. Panthers is brought to you by Texas Pete Hot Sauce. Grab a bottle and sauce like him in it. You feel better? Yeah, just. You, I'm one of the guys now. You oversold it like it was really big. You're it's, supposed to oversell it. The sales team like will be him, happy. Sauce like Walker takes the snap. So just so you know, the standard has been raised. How you doing, buddy? Standards raised, but I was about ready to say you took a long time on that live read this morning. And I know mm-hmm. I caught some flack about the live read, but I thought you took a long time. But anyway, well, that's yeah. just kind of me observing things. Anyway. Yeah. Well, uh, you're an observant fella. Uh, okay. I'm doing like- great. I'll, I want to get right down to it. Okay, go. So... As the audience might not know, you were able to lead a team on Friday evening to an upset victory in the playoff. Yep. And then you hopped on a plane to fly to Atlanta, and you had a flight back on Sunday that you're using the MARTA, which is mm-hmm. the uh, the railway, the train system in Atlanta. And then we go to overtime, and you need to get back in time because you have a second round of the playoffs. So yep. I need to know how this all worked out. That's what I need. I was, I was literally planes, trains, buses, and automobiles this last weekend, Jake. <laughs> so it started Friday morning at, at the high school. We load up on the yellow school buses for our playoff game all the way across the state. It's about a five-hour ride, okay? So we break that thing up. You know, we got a meeting, and then we leave, and we stop at a rest area, and there's snacks, and then we stop at a 5A, we're 3A, 
right? That's so we're mid-sized. Then we stop at a 5A high school, do like a walk-through, run-through, get the kids sweat and load back up, get to the game, win. Everybody's pumped up, play our best game of the year. All right, we won. All right, everybody, back on the buses. And then we, so then we can stop and pick up 20 pizzas for the team, drive all the way back on the school buses, arrive 2.30 a.m. back to the high school. Okay, so now it's Saturday morning. Then my flight to Atlanta was at 1.30 p.m. out of Boise. Direct flight, mind you, from Boise to Atlanta, oddly enough. Get to Atlanta, uh, as I like to do, I like to try to take public transportation in the cities I'm in just to kind of get a little feel for things. So I get on the public transportation called MARTA, make my way all the way on the gold line from the airport all the way north to Buckhead area where the Panthers were staying. Met a few of Atlanta's finest on the <laughs> on the MARTA, we'll say, but got there, okay? Go to bed, uh, thinking I'm going to bed, get a call from my AD um, in back at the high school trying to set up our game for the next week, whatever. Finally get to bed, wake up, awesome get day at the stadium. We'll talk about the game momentarily, but overtime causes me some grief, so I end up getting on the train to get back to the airport. Missed my flight, Jake. Oh, no. I, I missed my flight, had to do some wheeling and dealing, figured out alternative transportation needs and flights make it home that night still arrive back at my house 1 a.m sunday morning well, so okay. quite the how, quite the how adventure many, by how how many minutes did you miss your flight are we talking 15, 30 minutes 15 15 oh 15 one overtime worth of time but it all worked out just fine except for the panthers lost other than that Everything worked out just fine. So, yeah, it was a busy well, weekend. I'm glad, man. I'm gonna tell I'm you, glad it worked was, out. How's preparation going this week is what I want to know. Good. So the, the, the amazing thing about the world we live in is I'm flying, you know, 30,000 feet up and I'm streaming film on my upcoming opponent on my laptop and I'm prepping midair, like better quality than we used to do in the early 2000s at the stadium. You know what I mean? It's just, it's bonkers. So we're feeling good. Uh, we're playing the number one team in the state in our classification, number four team overall of all classifications. And they're a 3A school, mind you. So we're a massive underdog, but we got, we're, I think we're ready to roll. And guess what? We got to go back on the buses. And this time it's only six hours one way. Oh, <laughs> so, so school. I'm getting my school bus miles in, Jake, but that's enough about the Grizzlies. Thanks for your thanks for if we win this week, we'll be very excited. We're in the quarterfinals, so we'll see what happens. I love it. So let's get to the game. You want to talk about a range of emotions like no other. I'm sitting at the house. I'm listening to you guys. I'm watching it on TV. I'm not listening to you guys. I'm I just I was back and forth. I was how can we get a win? Somehow, some way. And then we, we just have to start in the fourth quarter with 30 seconds left. We get the one completion and then the touchdown. Uh, Jordan, I, tell me what's going on in your guys' head up in the booth because I'm just going crazy in my house sitting in the living room. First two drives the Panthers had in the first quarter smelt to me like one of those games where we should have gone up 10 or 14 to zero and, and, not put them away, but really set the tone for how this game was going to go. And when after our first two drives, when it was only 3-0, Jake, I said it repeatedly on the air, we had to get more points there. We had Because it just seemed to me like the Panthers came out, we came out excited, looking for the win, hungry, blah, blah, blah. And, and Atlanta just felt flat, like there was less than half the seats were filled. I mean, it was just kind of a doldrum vibe, you know what I mean, Jake? And you know the type of game where you're like, oh my gosh, we let them hang around. 
Something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. Oh, intercept our screen pass, return it for a touchdown. One way or another, we find ourselves in a very close game. What was impressive was when PJ started the game, man, he was missing throws like crazy. Missing throws like crazy. And by the end, I mean, we'll get there. He was completing some incredible passes. So that being said, Jake, you're right. We get towards the end of the game. They go up. I'm like, well, it's I can't tell you how many times I started packing my backpack to try to run out of there because I'm like, it's over. You know what I mean? Unlikely, incredibly unlikely, you know, that last drive, we'll call it, or that 60-something yard pass to DJ that we connect on. We're scre- I'm screaming, how does that happen? You know, and just and earlier, uh, Demir Bird had gone for a touchdown. I'm like, how does that happen? And then DJ scores. How does, oh, and then I see he took his helmet off, and I'm like, oh, gosh, this is going to be bad. Flags. Missed, missed PAT, go to overtime, missed field goal. I mean, it was like so back and forth, Jake. Just a heartbreaker. Heartbreaker. Yeah. I mean, there's no other way to say it. The Snickers Rookie Mistake of the Year program is rewarding football fans who share examples of rookie mistakes they've made because maybe they just needed a Snickers. At the end of the regular season, one will be crowned Snickers Rookie Mistake of the Year with the fan winning two tickets to Super Bowl 57 in Arizona and a chance to celebrate with the team on the field. To submit a rookie mistake and learn more, head to snickers.com slash rookie mistake. Yeah, Jordan, I felt the same way. And I, I did hear you mention about we sh- it felt like we should have been up more at the end of the first quarter, middle of the middle of the first half. Um, you know, it just I felt the same way. I thought we had opportunities and um and we just didn't we didn't put points when we needed to put points. And uh like you said, let Atlanta hang around. Great play on the screen um, by the defensive end. And then uh, – but I guess the positive thing, I, I'm trying to look at it. This team is really showing a lot of grit, a lot of fight. Um, and Deontay Foreman running the football, that's that's been extremely impressive. Terrence Marshall has made some plays for us. DJ Moore, we can talk about the helmet toss all we want um, when it happened. And, and, you know, if there ever has been – a knock on DJ, we think he's almost not emotional enough because he used to have a number one wide receivers or diva wide receivers. And they're that guy. And DJ, I mean, we're talking about the same guy who jumped in the stands for fan fest uh, on footage to break up two fans arguing to break up. I mean, that's DJ <laughs> is just the cool, the cool level headed professional in the room. And to see that emotion and, and watch it from the, the series prior that on the fourth and whatever it was, 19 or 16, whatever it may be, when it looked like he could have caught the pass, the DB's hand did tip it, get in there. And the same thing and to come back in for redemption and then uh, missed the extra point. We get the interception. CJ uh, Henderson runs it back into uh, field goal range and we missed a 32 yarder. It's a, uh, that was heartbreaking. And I can only imagine what those guys felt uh, in the locker room. Um, and, now we get to travel to Cincinnati, who's coming off a uh, pretty deflating loss on Halloween night, to say the least. Okay, I want to I want to hit on a couple things that you mentioned. All right, Foreman, I was advocating all game long for him to get more carries, and it just I didn't really feel like they they as in Atlanta ever had an answer for our downhill run game, right, Jake? And our O line, I mean, I increasingly grow impressed with our offensive line. I think they pass protect really well. I think they run the ball really well. I think they're great out in space. I mean, becoming a, a 
top tier NFL O-line in my opinion. And I just was like, I know those guys had to be frustrated at times that they weren't running it between the tackles on first down, falling up on second down, having it be third and two. You know what I mean, Jake? It's just like, I think that's the way Foreman's running and the guy that he is like, that is such a powerful tool. I think DJ started out with some criticism coming from the booth about how many throws he missed on. And then as the game went on, he just got better and better and ended up with, you know, 317 yards, 19 of 36, but his second half stats, I don't have them. His completion percentage had to have been, you know, 75% in the second half. Uh, DJ, here's my question, Jake, with that reaction, this is a conspiracy or a, a not conspiracy theory. It's just a theory. Do you think that the team thought that they won with that completion? You know, because I, I, I know they were excited and maybe it's just like the head coach in me or the old crusty football guy that's been around a long time. I would have immediately been thinking about, all right, now we just need the extra point. You know what I mean? Like, it's incredible that you made the catch. It's a huge play and all that stuff and unlikely, but you're only tied now. And like, I right. I don't there's no way that I wouldn't have been thinking we got to get to the extra but that maybe that's because I'm on field goal you know what I mean like if I don't know just this, the excitement was great and all this all of that but you only tied it yeah Talk me I through think this, Jordan Jake. I, okay and this is just coming from what my opinion would be I would think that in in the player's mind when PJ got in the huddle to start this last drive hey we don't have a lot of time we need a touchdown we're going to do it somehow some way. Just we're going to do – we need a touchdown. So that's in your mind. We, we don't need a field goal. We have to have a touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. Well, sure enough, you get a touchdown on a miraculous type play. So in your mind, you're thinking it's over. I know in the quarterback, if something like that happens, when we play St. Louis, go back to the ex-clown play, the first thing I do, I throw it, he catches – he makes a miss. You know he's scoring. You're looking, where's the flag? You're just looking right. to see, is there a flag? And then no flag, then it's pure jubilation. Well, if I'm recalling the footage of, of that play, X-Clown, Steve scores, runs through the end, spikes the ball. It's like I think Julius Peppers or maybe Moose, one of them, they meet him. And but I the game's over, the though. Uh, the, game, the, game. the game is over. Exactly. So this is where you're thinking it's under 20 seconds left. We need a touchdown. I guarantee you in the mind it is the game's over. I promise you that that what was going in, in their mind, that we needed a touchdown. There's no way Atlanta can come back and beat us with that so little time left. I guarantee that had to have been what was going on in their mind. Well, yeah, and if you're – I know, I mean, I, Wilkes, he's got to be thinking like, guys – Get off the field. We don't want to delay a game. We don't want right. – it's a great illustration for, you know, football players at all levels. Like, man, you've got to stay level-headed and calm until the final the, – the final – the clock gets to zero. You know what I mean, Jake? Because it's just catastrophic. And then, like, compounding bad where then the – you know – we missed the PAT. So I just, yeah, if like I, you better believe I was talking to my team about that <laughs> on Monday. You know what I mean? But, but as you said, DJ, it's great to see, you know, excitement. And I know that's like just such a rip your heart out kind of loss to, to have all of that. And then more, more chances at the end. One guy who was upset 
about his play was Brian Burns. There was, he thought, you know, on that long scramble um, from Mariota, he was in the backfield. There was a blitz call, perfect call, and they missed it. Uh, kind of a follow-up to that, though, we're bringing Burns up, is the trade rumors this week that the Rams offered two first-round picks for him. And whether or not that's true, who knows, Jake. But did you ever feel like there was an opportunity for an upgrade? I mean, with any of our guys that were talked about in trade rumors this week? Listen, i certainly not privy to any information in regards to the trades, but all I'm saying is this, and I discussed with some different people just about it, and like, you know, even friends, man, y'all turned down two first rounders for Burns, and I'm like, well, one, we don't know this, that's all speculation, but if we did turn down two, my question is this, who are we turning it down from? You're turning it down from a team that's making a run, that's doing very well, that's what I would think, right? So, if that's a team that's doing very well, well, they're going to be picking between 25 and 32 or 24 and 32, right? So am I going to get Brian Burns in next year's draft at pick number 24? Am I going to get a 24-year-old pass rusher that I think's not – he hasn't even hit his prime yet? I understand you want to get picks. I get that. I, I true, truly value – you know what? I don't value picks. I wasn't drafted. So that's how I think about oh, it. Oh, here okay? we go. I'm, here we yes, go. I'm bitter. Here yes. we go. Oh, jeez. I knew it was, re- it was coming. Yes, it was coming. But listen, Brian Burns, <laughs> I can't replace him in my mind. No. I see him year in and year out. And like Derek Brown. Derek Brown, how many tackles he had as a defensive lineman last week? 12. 12? He had 12, 12 which is solo? a team, you team record. Are you kidding me? I mean, like, right. do I want to see Chin? Do I want to see DJ? No. I don't want to see those young pieces. And, you know, all oh, the Christian deal. Well, listen, that's a running back. He had a couple yeah. of years of some injuries. There's a lot of, tra- you know, hopefully there's tread left on the tire for Christian, but it hasn't proved, that has, that's not proven ground in the NFL. And then he went to a contender and we get two, three, and four for him. And Deontay Foreman, you know what? He's not bad. In case we're not sure yet, he's not bad. He can run. And we got Chuba. We got Chuba. And we have Chuba, who has shown flashes. Unfortunately, he had a little ankle, I believe, from the week prior. Yeah. I just – I'm bullish on the fact. I I just think you you have some young core pieces, man. I'm glad to hear you say that because I agree a thousand percent. In this season at two and eight – or two and six – is not what any of us would have wished for, but the future is freaking bright for the Panthers with the defense, as you just said, dude. Like our D line's scary. Derek Brown is awesome. Like one getting to be like where you're gonna start talking about him at Pro Bowler and you know one of the top D tackle young dude in the league. If 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 Fitterer and the organization can manage the cap and keep these guys on on the roster, awesome. The O line we talked about that. Anyways, there's there's tons of positive things for this team to be excited about the future. Now, how do we keep going into Cincinnati, Jake? They're four and four Monday night. They lost on Halloween. Joe Burrow's leading the league in yardage, but also like one of the top sacked quarterbacks this year. How do you keep that belief, that energy? We want to win, you know what I mean? We come off a heartbreaking loss. You know, what, what do you do if you're Coach Wilkes this week? I think you keep doing what you're doing. And this team obviously plays pretty darn hard for them. I think that's pretty evident. Um, it looks like we're a little bit different offensively. We're taking more shots down the field, I think, with McAdoo. And certainly Foreman, it's a different type of mindset run game. But listen, watching this game, again, 
this is Monday night. So this team was on the road. I know it's in the same state, but they still had to get on a plane to fly back. That They're a day and a half behind in preparation. They're a day and a half behind in, in, in physical recovery. I've always said that plays a huge factor uh, when you play a certain team. I, I believe that from the bottom of my heart. Um, and they're beat up in the secondary. Why? They're down some guys. They were missing Eli Apple. They, they lost the starting corner to um, ACL. They lost another guy. To hamstring. They were playing a rookie safety at Nickelback the other night. Um, they've had some injuries offensive line wise. They're not running the football well. I think they're 30th in the league of running the football. Joe's has a ton of yards because they're, they're throwing it all over, but they're missing Steve Smith. I think Jamar Chase is the closest thing I've seen to Steve Smith in the last two decades, in my opinion. He just and, – and he's not there, and he won't be there this weekend. I think they're a different team. So I think it's right for us to go up to Cincinnati, and, and we'll be underdogs, to play well. Um, the offensive line for Cincinnati struggled the other night, especially the tackle. And I know it was Miles Garrett. Well, I think we have a Miles Garrett. I think Brian Burns is that guy. So I think it's uh, – the opportunity is there for us uh, to go up to Cincinnati and, um, and play well because – I just Cincinnati. I understand they played in the Super Bowl last year. We get it. Joe Burrow is a fine young quarterback, but he's missing his number one weapon, and the run game is not what it was. And the line's struggling, and they're beat up in the secondary. So um, I think we right. carry it over this week, and we go play well. All right. So you're predicting a win. Sounds like to yeah, me. Here's my. Course. Here's what I think. Here's the formula. Okay. So Panthers, listen up. So we have four games still remaining before the bye, Jake. And if my math serves me correctly, if we win four games, then we get back to six and six going into the bye. Okay. So let's see what's our probability here, Jake. You already said we're going to win at Cincinnati, right? Okay. Correct. Next week, Falcons at home on Thursday. Win. That's a win. Because you know we're going to be fairly pissed that 10 days ago from that game, we lost in overtime, right? right? We correct, don't have to travel. Correct. They do. Okay, then tough one, Jake, at Baltimore. I got my fingers crossed right now. What do you think? Well, that's going to be a tough one to travel up to Baltimore. Lamar Jackson, I think he's a freak show. And now I will mm-hmm. say this. They're struggling at the wide receiver position. They're, they're losing some guys. Um, so that they ha- they're down weapons at the wide receiver position. They just acquired Roquan Smith from the Bears, a linebacker. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've given up some big plays, so that's gonna that's a tough that's a tough one for us. But oh. if we get a couple of wins in a in a row, and we would be coming off a mini buy, so to speak, we can mini buy nice. Guys that, you know, I, I'm, I, yeah. I'm, I can see us going there. Okay, and then then eat some Thanksgiving uh, turkey. And follow it up with Sunday, eleven twenty-seven against the Broncos at home. Russell Wilson, mind you, will be doing high knees all the way across this country on the airplane. But I think that's a winnable game as well. So here we go, Jake. So we're going to get to the bye. Here's the plan. We're going to get to the bye. Hopefully, we're six and six. Worst case scenario, we're five and seven with four, five games remaining. With five games remaining, Jake, I think we're in a decent spot in our division if we can make that happen. Your thoughts? Yep. Listen, we've played. Uh, we've played our division once. Cannot tell me that we sh- we did not beat Atlanta last week on the field. We mm-hmm. already beat the Saints on the field, and we already beat Tampa on the field. So um, okay, 
That's my then mindset. You, you, I, let, right. I believe in this team, Jordan, and, and I'll go I, – I, I, I don't have to own up to it. I thought this team was a 7-8-9 win team, hopefully more 8-9, get on a roll, and maybe be that final spot in the playoff. I thought we get into the play. I thought this team had the ability. I just – I didn't think we'd get off to as slow a start as we did. Well, you never know. And you believe that. And you know what I believe? It's time to get off of our podcast. This is the Jordan and Jake podcast powered by Ortho Carolina. When it comes to your orthopedic care, choose better by choosing Ortho Carolina. Carolina. With over 40 locations throughout the Carolinas, you're never far from one of the nation's leading providers of care for joints, muscles, and other orthopedic injuries. When things look bad, it's important to know you have a choice. But there's only one better choice, Ortho Carolina, official team position of the Carolina Panthers. All right, Jake, be good. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.